Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. We're here today with Sarah Subkoshek, who has been living the 24-7 lifestyle together with as many as five servants. Today she's here with one of her subs. Sarah is letting us in on all things when it comes to having a 24-7 slave. In our conversation, we speak about how she got introduced to the slave dom roleplay at first, how the relationship looks and works, meaning what rules the subs have to play by, how she finds them and what the ordinary day in this constellation looks like, and much more. I am Amanda and this is Playful Podcast. Either they sent me a message like, hey, are you still looking for a servant? Um, I would be interested. They say something like this or they're like, hey, I'm a servant and I'm looking for blah, 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 blah. And then they have like a whole list of stuff that they want. And what could that be the list? Like I'm into needle play. I'm into like being peed on. I'm into like being spanked. How long have you been a dominatrix or how long have you been having servants for? Um, That's a good question. I kind of have to think think about it for a second i think this is like my third year or something something in that range Mm, how did it all start well there have been two starting points um the first one was a friend i met and i remember that we kind of had like a girls night and we were drinking and at some point we kind of started telling our secrets we were like yeah let's do a, a how do you say yeah, let's just share secrets. And I remember I had started to 
sell my underwear, underwear and like used socks and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, it's not, no, nobody's gonna have like anything worse than I do. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm well lately. I've been starting to sell my like underwear and stuff. So my friend is like, yeah, well, I have a slave and a sugar daddy. And I was like, what? Were you close friends? No, I just met her like a couple of days ago. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Tell me everything. And then the next day she was like, yeah, do you want to come have breakfast with me and my slave? He's going to serve you. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then we went to the slave's place. And it was the first time I saw something like this in real life. That was the first um, how do you say encounter? Yeah. How was that breakfast like? Well, it was very interesting. I have to say, um, I remember my friend, she turned to, to me and she was like, don't be scared. Like right before the person opened the door and then he opens the door and there's just like this naked, um, person on, on, how do you say? On all four? On all four. And, um, everywhere is like this dog stuff, but there's like no dog dog like no like a puppy dog, dog and yes. all these wow yes. were they even dog toys or i don't remember i just remember seeing like the first thing i saw was this like water bowl and i was like okay so there's no dog so they can't just be one person <laughs> drinking from that and that was really exciting yes yeah how did the breakfast proceed well i think um that he called me because I, obviously I didn't have a dominatrix name or something. So he just called me Princess Sarah, which I really liked. I was like, oh, okay. Did you keep that name sometimes? I did not keep it. But now when I talk about it, I kind of have to like uh, re reuse it because I like it. Mm. Mm. So he was like, yeah, am I allowed to say hello to Princess Sarah? And I was like, okay, I'm taking the whole experience. Um, so yes and he started kissing my shoes my shoes were so dirty <laughs> i was like oh it's kind of fun <laughs> and then he had made us like vegan breakfast and guided us to the table and we sat down and had breakfast and he would just like be on his floor naked next to us and that was that it was quite casual as well like i remember having like small talk with him about what he does for a living and stuff and yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of a weird situation, but at the same time, it was so casual that I really felt comfortable in it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that. how did you find your first ones? Well, that was a couple of months later when I moved to Berlin. Um, I remember because I was doing an event, like an art techno thing. And um, for the planning, I needed some help. And I remember I had to like get like two of these old TVs and like get it to my apartment and I didn't have a car. I was kind of broke and I was like, okay, what do I do? And then I remembered the whole slave thing. So I was like, okay, I went on one of these websites and I was like, I'm looking for somebody who's picking up these two TV, um, like these two old TVs um, tomorrow. Like this is the address. This is the time. And then I just posted that and I remember like half an hour later or so, like my whole, like I had so many messages. It was like 50 messages or so of people like wanting to, I didn't offer anything in return. I was just like, somebody picks me up here and brings me to there and that's it. And there was so many people messaging me and then I picked one and then 
we got the TV and I was like, ooh, that was fun. I keep you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't keep him. But then it was like, I'm now I'm interested. And then the next day I posted a different uh, post and was like, I'm looking for a servant. And I think about that time is where we spoke the first time. Ah, so and this was like three years ago? or It was actually was the like December the 3rd. Teen, I think that um, on Lucia, on, uh, 2019. <laughs> okay, I love the Tino's date. It's <laughs> a and good sign. Yeah, that's a good sign. And I mean, it was a Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, a Friday uh, too. Do you remember that was the first time that we spoke, or was it the first time that we saw each other? Um, it was the same day. Oh, so interesting. We, um, had some messages before the day mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and then we met. And uh, this interesting spots in the <laughs> yeah the other in the streets. The <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Ah, so it was the same day. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. and this was your first servant, or well, this was my first. I would say servant that has been with me for quite some time. Like I. Some of them, it's kind of like dating. Like some of them you meet and you're like, oh, kind of not vibing. We don't want the same things. Um, so I tested a couple of them. <laughs> and he was one of them that I liked and that I kind of kept. Yeah. <laughs> How many do you have today? Well, right now, the thing is, um, I'm right now not really having a lot of, um, I used to have, like, I think the most slaves I had at one time was like five slaves that I could kind of hit up. That was really fun. But it was also a lot of work. And right now I don't have a lot of time for it. Um, So I'm currently mostly when I need someone using the slave or servant um, of a really good friend of mine. And that slave is kind of serving me too. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Good. So you don't have to invest so much time, but you still get it when you need it. Yeah. And it's like really r- amazing and fun to share something like that with your friends. It's kind of like, I don't know, like going onto a date with your partner or something like that. And you're kind of in it together. So yeah, that's really fun. That is so sweet. And like, how did you meet most of your slaves? Was it through websites or could there also be other situations? Um, that was something that was really interesting for me because um, at the moment I started like doing that and looking for people on the internet, um, I think my, um, I don't want to say aura, but like my, how do you say, Ausstrahlung? Charisma. Like my mm. charisma or something um changed, and people started like randomly started asking me like, "Hey, I mean, it wasn't completely random because it was like, for example, at like fetish parties or stuff like that." Um, but they just started coming up to me and being like, "Hey, um, can I be your slave? Do you want to like dominate me?" And so they did also hit me up in real life and just walked up to me and like straight up like asked me um but i would say most of them i find through the internet and like specific websites and stuff yeah do you have some kind of entry test for them to go through before you are hiring (laughs) them or (laughs) yes definitely so i do have a couple of tricks i would say although it's not really just tricks it also happens automatically i think 
um, and from the experience. So when I first start to talk with someone, or like the first message, like the way somebody approaches me, like it already says a lot. Um, and people basically like, either they send me a message like, hey, are you still looking for a servant? Um, I would be interested, duh, 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 duh. they say something like this, or they're like, hey, I'm a servant and I'm looking for blah, 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 blah. And then they have like a whole list of stuff that they want. And what then, could that be the list? Like I'm into needle play. I'm into like being peed on. I'm into like being spanked, being like um, verbally humiliated, humiliated in general. Um, they are very... Um, specific and very um typical wishes i would say like the spanking thing is very like typical but they're very some of them have very 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 specific things that i want and some of those things like for example somebody wanted to be like tied up with um do you know what i mean like the steel thing with little needles on it oh threat or something oh. i don't know okay yeah like spiky metal strings oh. and basically be tied with that for example or like a lot of people actually want to be like branded by their doms um so to have like a tattoo or like a like literal branding with like heat and stuff um so yeah did you do that i never done that because um, i'm not like i never i'm not like a dominatrix dominatrix in a sense of like i don't work at a studio or something and there's a couple of things um that i don't want to do because yeah. i'm just not really i was just gonna prepared. ask like what <laughs> what are your no-goes on the lists that the, they could send you well i remember once one servant that i met and he was quite he wasn't inexperienced but he was quite young and he wanted to be kicked in the balls really hard which is also a very common thing um but that for example is something that i wouldn't do again like now with like um without knowing 100% what i'm doing because i remember i did it and like I, it was really bad like i also in that moment i realized for myself like i'm i'm more into mental domination than um just being like i do have like a sadistic side i think everybody does um but i'm not like somebody who just likes to like give pain all the time um i prefer the mental stuff i would say so this is something that i wouldn't do again also everything that has to do with like cutting and like blood yeah. and stuff like that is like not really my kink and also not really my uh knowledge yeah and what yeah. are some things that they could have on the list that you are like yes <laughs> this is what i want well the best thing to have on the list is to have to not have a list that's like my favorite if they're like um saying like yeah i want to be a servant and i want to like even if they're new at it like um but they're like really open to serve somebody um then this is something where i'm interested where they're like okay i don't have like a specific thing in mind but i want to have that kind of energy between us and it's because it's the same for me like i don't have like certain like tools that i need to use on my servant or like a sub it's just i'm super open to just experience stuff and i think the other person should be too 
and if they're not i would um propose to them to do to go into like a studio or something if they just have like certain mm. um like you say that practices like yeah but you do have some rules you have to obey yes definitely yeah could um, you tell us a little bit yes. about that um well i definitely do have like a list of um or a set of rules that every every slave or servant um has to obey and um the most important ones are like for example they're not really allowed especially like in a play setting they're not really allowed to look at me without a permission um they have like different that's what i really enjoy as well to like um give them different commands for example um if i snap my finger he would like start to kneel down and like kiss my feet for example and to have like different commands where they um obviously need to obey um and my i prefer to have like we call it like service subs so they're literally like servants mm, and they have to show me that they are like willing to like do like the shitty work basically and do it with pleasure so they have to clean they have to know how to clean they have to like get to know me in a sense and like try to that's cuz that's also something i really enjoy is when they know me and they are like really um aware of what i want and when they can literally like read my wishes before i have to tell them and of course they just have to do like everything that i tell them to do like there is i'm not going to force them to do anything that they don't want to but they may be fired but they may <laughs> <laughs> they may be fired they may be punished and they may be um play forced i would call it um and yeah did you have one of those situations where like how could it look like you mean where i did fire something or where i did have to like force somebody to do something yeah some exactly where someone said no to your will and you were like okay wait let me remember it doesn't happen often um i think uh, for example for an a situation that i remember between us was that i think i said something about licking my dirty shoes or so so it was something about dirt where i think you kind of set a boundary where he said like okay i don't want to like because of the bacteria and stuff like that um so we had something like this where i'm gonna accept it um that people are not willing to do but apart from that i have to say i think because i kind of have a nice way but i'm also really strict and i don't it doesn't happen often that people don't do something i tell them so they mostly do it do you remember something that you didn't want to do um yes okay you, <laughs> it's you, like you, you yeah have, you have fired me once <laughs> do you remember <laughs> i do remember right now he's not my official slave like <laughs> he's fired I'm actually fired, yes. <laughs> yes, he's my he's my I would call you my backup slave, like somebody who would always correct me if I'm wrong, but somebody who would always um be interested to serve me again. But yeah, there's there've been some issues, but uh say the situation, I don't remember. I think you wanted to have a plant that I uh, should buy for you and mm-hmm. I did buy it. Mm-hmm. But 
then I was too late in bringing uh, the plan to you. Oh, yeah, I don't like being then, um, uh, not being on time. So I don't like it. Was a little, uh, yeah, I was a little upset and you still even more upset, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was really upset and I, I remember I remember the situation now and you were upset and that's, of course, it's something that has um, place like in the... Um, in the relationship i would say um but i think the problem with us was that we're like i'm very spontaneous and i think kind of our lifestyles and what i wanted from my servant was a bit hard to maintain also because of like the distance because berlin is just really big can i um, ask how late he was how late were you? I think it wasn't that much of time. Maybe it I was like... don't know, but I remember I was I was working the day and I was really tired, and so oh. I just uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, relaxed a little in bed, and then I was late. Oh, did uh, you? <laughs> I did. Yes. But that's not good for it, Sarah. It was not no, my no, no. I was just. Uh, <laughs> but I think the problem was really that I was uh, working that much, and mm -hmm. I have um, quite often have. Uh, deadlines and something like this and then uh, you wanted to have me and then I, I had to say well I have a deadline I, I I'm not available uh, that fast and um, yeah <laughs> well I'm I'm pretty sure I did not like let's go to another topic please because <laughs> I don't want to get into an argument I don't remember like this is also something of course you have to take that into account like work stuff um but at some point like sometimes i just get annoyed and sometimes my servants they also have to deal with my um emotions it's just the way it is like i'm i'm gonna like be a bitch to you maybe because i had a bad day um and i might explain that the next day or so but this is also something that i expect from my servant to also be some kind of a basically emotional support mm. by being my punching bag maybe or being my um object of um uh, humiliation yes yes and that's gonna make me feel better if i have a bad day yeah um, so it's part of the game i'd say <laughs> yeah okay right now using your friend's servant mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and do do they prioritize her before you um do you come secondary there in the relationship i would say so um but this is nothing that this person decides it's just more of kind of like a respect thing like of mm. course i'm gonna like respect my friend's time if if they're gonna need the servant then um they can have it um, yeah but do you treat them any different than your own slaves i do i'm nicer to them <laughs> <laughs> i am nicer to them i don't really know why it's funny because we at the video shoot we had this weekend um the this servant was there and working and um i caught myself like when i saw my friend like being like um for example punishing the slave for something i was like oh but it wasn't that bad and then when if it were and then they looked at me and they were like yeah but if it were your servant how would you react and i was like well yeah you're right <laughs> i would probably like be even more um pissed oh uh, yeah <laughs> yes at i really like an obedient servant and i really like some people enjoy like bratty subs that are like talking back and being like you know kind of resistant i don't like it i really like a 
submissive, um, obedient servant that doesn't talk back a lot. And mm. it makes it easy for me. Yeah. Yeah, but among when Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You have plenty of servants. Mm -hmm. Do they have the same rules or can they have different rules? Mm. Interesting question. They have pretty much the same basic rules, like the not like like the ba- basic stuff, like being this. This is also something that was really important for me, like being kind of like well groomed, and like um, being uh, yeah, like being on time, being uh, how do you say, um, kind of always checking if I if I send them a message and like answering like quickly and like stuff like that um is like the same for everybody but then the rules that come on top like like specific commands for example um are different for each servant because they're all different themselves and like with some of them i'm less strict with some of them i'm more strict Mm, because i remember when we did the photo shoot Mm -hmm. i also met you and Mm -hmm. another slave of yours yes and there was this moment where you took your panties off and you said you have to go out to you that you had to leave the room because you were not allowed to see her naked mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> so this is also but the other slave was allowed yeah yeah that's so, true yeah mm. th- yeah it's a different that's a really good example like um it's totally different um dynamic with both of them so um he's more of a um he was um up until the point where i let i set him free <laughs> again <laughs> he was my property and he was really like mine like um i think we both would agree to that that i really um owned him and somebody that i owned or something that you own you take different care of it but you also like you also have more rights I would say, and this other servant that was at shooting, well, he's like kind of like a um, not a twenty four seven slave of mine. He's just like a sometimes slave, and we kind of play. Um, we see each other, each other like at parties sometimes. He's kind of like my nylon stocking slave. He always comes to massage my legs in nylons, and this is like the main part of that relationship. So yeah, it's definitely different now also that you mentioned it. Mm. Yeah. What are some, uh, when you are getting started with having or taking on a new servant, what are some red flags that you're looking up for? Mm, somebody who says they kind of like in 
normal dating as well. Somebody who says they've had like a lot of past dom sub relationships, but like none of them lasted. This is something where I'm like, oh, but why? Like, um, was there always the same issue? Because I'm also like, if I'm taking in like a new servant, then um, it's something I want to have like for a longer time. Because it's always like, it takes some, it's fun work, but it takes some work to like teach them basically. And um, I, I forgot the question. Yeah, <laughs> no red flags. Question. Oh yeah, red flags. Um, yeah, so definitely if they have a lot of like failed and if they like talk bad about former um, owners slash dominatrixes, that's a really like huge red flag where I'm like, okay, I'm not um, interested. Because like even if you leave a relationship like this um, and you shouldn't really like you should still have some respect for your former, like, dom. I mean, for me, 100% as to mm-hmm. your ex-partners, for sure. 100%, right? Yeah, it's yeah, kind 100%. Of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because as a master, you also have, what you said, some, like, obligations. Mm-hmm. What are some things, or, like, what is the most important to keep in mind as a master? Um, the most important part is being, um, having empathy and, um, knowing what it's like to be dominated by someone. I think if you've never made that experience before and you don't understand it, then I think personally you're never going to be a good master because, um, it's just like, it's, even if you don't really, like receiving pain to know how it works and to know like to test stuff on your own and basically like be the first to experience something before you put that on somebody else i think that's really important just to know what you're doing basically Mm. yeah of course you it's efficient to have a servant Mm -hmm. who can clean your house who can give you a foot massage and uh anything but what are some more wins like how does it make your like i was gonna say personality shift but like how do you grow as a person by having it would you say or how have have you been growing um a lot um it helped me a lot to um first of all get to know myself better and Especially, I think if you're raised as a woman, you're kind of, or I was kind of taught to be a lady and to like take myself back and like speak, don't speak too loud and stuff like that. I heard that so many times. And I think it really helped me to figure out like, okay, I have a wild, I have a loud, I have like an sometimes aggressive side in me. And it's, I shouldn't just like push it away. Um, I should like embrace it and this is a setting where I can really do that because it's like it's a win-win like I can be mean to somebody and somebody enjoys that I'm mean to them so it's like really nice to be inside uh, be in touch with a side of myself that in normal life is not appreciated and it's very much appreciated in that setting so that's really nice Mm. On top of that, also, it's just fun to play with, like, the um, power dynamics in general. And um, 
it's also i think even i don't know this is just a thought that i had but like even if you for example want to um open up a company or like have employees for example i think learning how to interact with my slaves and like basically um teach them what i want i think this can also be helpful for like yeah like future employees for example because you know like of course you're not going to treat your employees the same way than your slaves but i think just having that authority um helps you learn and grow from that mm. yeah yeah how does an ordinary day for you when you have with together with a slave 24 7 slave look like mm -hmm. mm. so i can i'm just telling you like a um ideal day for example yeah um, perfect so for example i tell my slave like they never really sleep at my place i don't i don't like that um but so i would tell them a time where they should arrive and then um i wake up and then they they are at my door and they brought ideally breakfast like i i would send them a list of stuff that i want to eat um or they would already know they would bring me breakfast and um they would prepare like the breakfast they would make me tea they would ideally also already know where everything like this only works for me it only works with somebody that i already know and trust because mm. they already know where everything is in my apartment so i don't have to explain a lot do they also uh, drink from a bowl mm. in your place sometimes i don't remember did you were you um supposed to drink from a bowl for example when you drank something at my place no i, th I don't think so. so you drank like i th i don't really remember remember um but i you never really you never really was like a puppy slave um so it's i've had people definitely had people drinking from bowls um but it depends um but if i would then they would bring me breakfast um they would make my bed then i would sit on my bed they would obviously have to start by giving me a foot massage this is like how i want to start my day and um if they do a good job maybe then they will um be allowed to um how do you say further um caress my feet and like um play with my feet and then i would um depending on how much work there's to do i would give them a list like for example um the bathroom has to be cleaned or i need these groceries or i need um blah 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 so if there's any task like that um they would have to do that um in the meantime i would either watch them because i really enjoy watching them while they work um or i would do some work of my own for example do something on my computer um then what i also like well i kind of have to have proof that i'm still the boss of the situation so what i like to do is like interrupt them while they clean for example and then like um i don't know for example i have like a bell or so and then i would ring the bell and i would make them like do little tasks like hold my drink and they would just like kneel next to me and hold my drink or like roll me a cigarette and kind of like interrupt their main task for like little tasks 
Um, and yeah, basically, um, it would go on like this until the tasks are finished and until I um, don't feel the need to um, have my servant next to me and then I would send them home. Like I'm, I would sometimes play with them a bit, but I like to, um, how do you say, I like to differentiate differentiate between like a work day for my servant and kind of like a fun day um, play with them is that sexual um it's definitely sexual in the mind and it's more like yeah stuff like that happens more in the minds than um in real life although it also um has to do with the dynamic i have with the servant like for example he was never um allowed to see me naked or like touch me naked or like um be sexual like on me mm. um but um everything like in the mind is allowed and like i like to play with that um but yeah it also depends like some slaves are allowed more like um they're allowed to have an orgasm or something like that he was never allowed to have an orgasm next to me but some um, some of them you use for sex also when it comes to you yourself or um i don't like to have sex with my servants i i don't like it i don't like the um like it does turn me on sometimes the situations but then i like to go and fuck somebody else and not my slave because they're it's not um i think it would harm the dynamic like I might be open to have somebody who like pleasures me um but just me and like but even that uh, it has to be like a it would have to be a very special servant and a very special situation I would say yeah that's interesting but uh how I would allow them to be next to me while having sex for example um but it's just like I really like to tease and um yeah I kind of enjoy like never have like never giving them all of me like I would always like tease them and like give them a bit but I don't want to give them all of it they have to give all of it to me so it would kind of be the wrong <laughs> dynamic now we are coming to the part of the podcast where if you're a patron, you'll get to listen to where Sarah gives us her best tips on how to get started and what to think about before getting your first servant, as well as how to find a community and more pleasures in life. To listen, go to patreon.com slash playful magazine. What are some of the most satisfying moments that you have been through with your slaves? Mm satisfying on like a mental like any a level way, yeah or, uh-huh. i think all of the experience that i have made and that i make are at some point satisfying um but what i enjoy the most is like i already mentioned that in the interview that we did is like public stuff i really like that because i feel like I don't know. I can't. I can't describe it, but it kind of feels like I'm on a, um, like on a stage, and like the street is my stage, and I really enjoy. Like I, I have a lot of fun with that. I, um, 
I let them pretend to be like puppies or so and like bark at like random people that walk by or I remember like always when we met the first times so we always met in the streets and like somewhere outside um and I had so many fun situations with like strangers who are like um like asking me for example when I see them people who work where I live for example and they see see me with slaves and then they ask me like the next day or like they give me like certain looks and I'm like yeah well <laughs> um, and then sometimes like you know you get to talk with them and then you kind of explain or I remember one situation like there was like I don't remember was I hitting you or something like in the streets exactly and there's this woman <laughs> and there's this woman living there and like looking out of her window and she started screaming what did she say it was something like ah what are you doing like stop it da, da, da. Uh, i don't remember I do you, don't remember do you keep them in the leash then when you walk with them and they walk on all four or how does it usually look well, like we did do that sometimes um but after some time it just gets really like it's really like exhausting for the shoulder muscles i absolutely, think right? absolutely um so yeah we did that um a couple of times but then i would allow them to walk on two feet like behind me um so yeah that's like these are my most fun moments and i i they satisfy me the most because it's like it's just like presenting something that society does so not expect like i'm this young um young naive girl and um normally they would expect me to be the one you know like walking next to the man or like behind the man and like being like oh, no, no 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 but they're seeing something that's so different to what society tells us is normal um so they're like really confronted with their like inner issues with um power or patriarchy or just I think it's just like power in general, like a lot of people have issues with that. Um, and yeah, it's kind of fun because it's always like a interactive performance. And it's also like, um, yeah, like really interesting to see how people react and how sometimes they are. It's interesting that a lot of people stand up for my servants and slaves because they think I, I treat them wrong and I'm like... Um, violent to them i am but i'm like it's consensual a lot of people say something but when i've been in situations where men were violent to me in public people never said something which is quite interesting um also to see so it's kind of like social experiments and yeah i enjoy that the most that is very interesting yeah that mm -hmm. it's hmm. but okay have you ever fallen in love with uh, a servant Mm, I think I have certain like moments of love with my servants and I have a certain love for them and for all the people I interact with but not in a like oh I want to be in a relationship with you and like because you you start to eat idealize a lot um And you start to project like your fantasies, like you're like, oh, why doesn't every, sometimes it happens where I'm like, oh, why isn't every man my slave? Like, why isn't everybody treating me like that? And it kind of is frustrating sometimes. And then it makes you project that onto a relationship you have with a sub. Um, 
but I for myself I always keep that inner distance so I wouldn't let myself fall in love and I I don't try to enforce it with the other person as well mm. just to keep things easy does your family know about this part of your life they do what do they think about it <laughs> Um, I think it scares them a little bit, um, but it also fascinates them, I think. Um, a long time they didn't really know what I was doing and I think they didn't want to know. Um, but I kind of like, I'm pretty open with that. So I kind of like, sometimes I, um, say some things or where they ask me, like, I'm not going to lie to them. I'm going to like tell them, um, well, it is my experience or what I'm, what I'm doing. Um, it's a weird thing between they're embarrassed about it, like if, if anyone else would know of it, um, and they're kind of like struggling with it because it's also sexual and it's also like, um, you know, a lot of people think it's sick or blah, blah, blah. But um, I try to be very... First of all, I'm very honest with my experience and I tell them about it. And second of all, I also like try to be, because I read a lot about it and it's a lot about psychology. And I also like bring that side to the table where I'm like, okay, but um, this and that. And for example, like the part in the brain that is good for pleasure is also the part that's uh, activated when you're in pain and stuff like that. For example, it helps people to understand it more when you go from a science side. Mm. Um so yeah so they know a bit but i don't think they know all of it and i don't think they want to know all of it to be honest. they yeah. stopped asking questions sometimes that's the way like sometimes they don't really ask or where i can like sense that they're scared to ask me like what have you been doing the last or how was this party um because they know something like this could be going on but i honestly i also i told my mom i'm like mom some of the parts I learned from you, <laughs> to be honest, like some of the, I know you're not a dominatrix, but she's very, um, she's a dominant person, for example. And she was like the first, um, like a very powerful woman that I learned from. So some of the parts are from that. I told her that she didn't love it <laughs> that I said it. Um, but yeah, I think it just takes a bit of time to understand it. Yeah. I guess. Thank you so much. This was it for Playful Podcast this week. But please follow, subscribe and listen to our next episode. And if you want to have a say about future artists or even ask your own question to one of our guests, follow us on Instagram and make sure to add your question when we lift our coming guests. Thank you so much for joining and see you next week. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.